G'day guys, welcome to Talking Luft. This week I've got a really special one for you, Fumiyuki Beppu. I explain who he is at the start of this podcast, so I'm not going to go into it too much here. He's Japanese, he's been professional for 17 years, him and I have been in teams, all of my teams, really exciting, great to have a chat with him. We're sitting here at the start of the Bing Bang Tour, and I thought I'd just grab him, we're having dinner, grab him, get him up, have a chat about Luft, about style, a little bit about his career. Sit back and enjoy this one. We've got Life in the Peloton coming up next week, back on the cycling podcast, and we're back up and going just after the Vuelta. But for this week, a bit of talking Luft, so I hope you guys enjoy. All right, here we go. That's great. We're off and running, talking Luft. I'm sitting here with Fumiyuki Beppu, and the, he is a household name from Japan. You could almost call him half French these days because he's lived in France, Lyon, for many years, probably 17 years, I would say, Fumi. Is that correct? Yeah, it's professional career, yeah, 17 years. How many years in Lyon, though? So now it's more than 11. 11. 17 years professional. Let me run through this. Fumi and I have got a lot of background. We've actually been in three teams together. I can't believe that. The guy who has followed me through all of my teams, or have I followed him? I don't know. Fumi started way back in 2005 with Discovery Channel. Everyone remember that team way back then. That was when Armstrong and then you also had Contador as well in that team, Rockstar team. It was sort of the new Discovery team, um, the new US Postal 2005, Fumi turned pro, three years there. Then him and I met up in Skill Shimano where he did two years. He then went away, went to Radio Shack for another two years, back to Discovery or US Post or whatever you want to call it. Then we met up again, two years at Green Edge. He then went away again and went to Trek for six years, six long years, which is actually back again to Discovery, US Post. So it was the same team there. Then he went to a French team, Delco Nippo, and then we decide to meet up again where we are right now in EF Nippo. So, Fumi, what a career, mate. As a, I feel like um, it's a kind of a roller coaster because it's le- always left and right because cycling career is not so easy. Because, okay, option, normally like staying in one team, long, uh, it's, it's logic, no? it's more easy. But it's a uh, cycling car- culture is uh, like uh, all mixed, uh, like European, like French, Italian, Spanish, and uh, Netherlands and Belgium. So, and Australia, of course. And uh, yeah, but uh, I, I learn it's so many culture from uh, those teams because it's so interesting because I, I heard not so many uh, riders had uh, like uh, kind of six team. I changed the team. There's a lot already. It's a lot. It's a lot. And not many riders have a career of 17 years, and that's not to be an underestimated. I've had a measly career of 13 years, and I'm just a youngster compared to you. But what I've understood about guys who have careers over 10 years, everyone has their mishaps along the way, their ups and downs, but they're able to overcome them and keep coming back and, like you said, change teams, adapt, and keep going on. So... Fumi, without further ado, let's get into this. This is called Talking Luft. We've only scratched the surface of your career, but I want to talk a little bit of Luft, a bit of style with you. The first question is, 
caskets, cycling caps. How do you wear your hat? Do you wear it forwards with the brim down? Do you wear it with the brim up? Do you wear it backwards? And I'm talking about without a helmet. When you go to the podium, maybe back in the day when you used to train without a helmet, what was your style or what is your style? How do you wear your hat? Yeah, and uh, I actually I don't wear so much in the casket because it's uh, always in the rain. That's for the protect for the head, for the getting cold or not. But uh, yeah, but I I like to like uh, like DJ style, like uh, how how to say in these things. Like the 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 brim, brim, the up. peak, the yeah. peak up, peak up, like uh, like kind of style. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Okay, great. If you could have raced back in the 90s, in the 80s, in the 70s, when they didn't have to have helmets, what would you have done? Would you have worn just your hair flowing in the wind? Would you have had a hat on? Would you have worn one of those leather helmets? Or would you have had like a headband? What would have Fumi's style been? I think... Uh, what would you how, do? How, how to call the the... Helmet for oh, the Oh, the leather, the sausage helmet. Yeah. Wow. Budan helmet. That is uh, my image of pro cyclist. And especially I had a 2005 in the professional. The steel. What's up, there? Uh, up here finish. Oh, yeah. You could throw the helmet off. Up here up finish. I just, uh, uh, how to say, uh, take a helmet from the teammate. And uh, with that helmet, it's amazing. Huh? Did you have that job collecting the helmets? Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's it's worse than beadons, you know, like uh, bottles because it's heavy. Uh, what it's could you, where would you put them all? Then, yeah, it's one by one, you know, like... Oh, back to the wow. car. But now it's a really, how to say, a uh, good experience for that. Awesome. Okay. Think back. Your all-time favorite team, and what I mean by that is the favorite, not just your personal team, but it could be a team that you used to look at and you loved. The team that you really like, the the team, the roster, the riders, but also the clothing, how the kit looked. What is your favorite team in the all-time favorite team? Was it like, you know, back in the day, maybe it was a team that you were on, maybe it wasn't. Yeah, of course I, I was in the team and the Discovery was one was a dream team it was. But uh, before, I'm also still dream like uh, Mapei. Yes. Also, like a cr- bike crawling is cool. It's like a like a kind of bike crawling, like a, like a, not fashion, but that's cycling clothes. That's from yeah. Mbappe. That is my image. Also, <clears throat> which team? But it's so, so many, so many. How say the design of the judges? But uh, I like also like a Belgium or Lotto or a uh, Rabobank or. Especially the, the lot of uh, farm fritz also. Oh, like yeah, a, Domo farm uh, fritz, the yeah. grey, yeah. Yeah, that's a... Van Pettigam's team and yeah. Robbie McEwen. Because of my, my personally, the farm, the Van Pettigam, yeah. and I mean the, the Bardube, and fuck, it's really nice to see, you know? Yeah. yeah, great. All right, favorite race of all time. Maybe the race that you've done, maybe you haven't done the race. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I wish I did that race. I love that race. Or... What is your favorite race? Japan Cup? Oh, Tura Hokkaido, maybe. Yeah, but I never did into the Hokkaido. <laughs> it's not so, even uh, through the Japan, I never did. Ah. Mm. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I like, uh, like, Padrube, uh, also one of the, my favorite race because it's not normal. 
because this is classics and monument and like more than a hundred years in the history of the cycling the this sport it's they're almost the same road so like people like uh, dropping how say <coughs> transpiration blood everything there you know mm. so it's really passion about the, the cycling the race and also i like the classics like it's amazing you know like uh, now it's many stage races bit boring for the mm. bring the leader for the sprint or uphill finished but the classics something happened there it's unpredictable mm. yeah good that's, call yeah that's it's uh, for me it's amazing races yeah. nice one okay <coughs> crosswinds or mountains what do you prefer I like the crosswind because I learn a lot about you know about the wind and the north of France and and uh, also classics and also South France for the but we call the French north wind from the Mistral because one day the Tour de France uh, uh, one day the <coughs> Contador dropped two thousand nine from the stage two. Uh, no, three, and uh, <coughs> that's also I organize every everybody my teammate bring the front and because I saw the wind come from uh, that part and really <coughs> I, I I have experience for the from the wind so that I know which which kind of wind is mm. dangerous so, so especially like uh, Gun Web again also like kind of those races like wind crosswind so. I like that photo. What's the wind? But depend on legs because even no legs, I know the situation is a bad situation from the crosswind. But if no legs, no chance. Yes. <laughs> Always. That is very true. Do you prefer training or racing? I prefer uh, racing. Yeah, because competition is getting good condition and also like more passion. You know, because uh, I'm bike racer. I'm not. <coughs> Not a tourist, you know. So yeah. then uh, it's more motivation because I, I like bike, but uh, I like competition, mm. the fighting with the riders, fighting with myself. And, you know, that is uh, my image of cycling. Nice. Now, when you go training, do you like to stop for a coffee or do you not? I, I, I like. Huh? I like the coffee stop. But especially I live in France now. It's not so many coffee shops yeah. in my area. So I should ride. <laughs> so that's really shame. <laughs> so when, you know, like uh, go to the stage races or some uh, foreign country, then uh, we can you know, go to the easy ride. We can stop the coffee. That's amazing time for me. Like California and Australia, <laughs> some uh, nice spot, nice area. Then stop the coffee is a good time for me. What about when you do find a place in your home area, a coffee stop, when you do finally get one, what do you get when you stop? Do you get like a croissant and a coffee or do you get like them to make you, I don't know what you get in France. In Spain, you typically get like a bocadillo, which is like a sandwich. What do you get when you stop for a coffee and what, you know, what's your style? Do you get something sweet, savory? What's, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's my, because most of the time problems because uh, coffee stop means problem because like kind of sugar flat. Oh, yeah. So then uh, take coffee, like Coca-Cola and uh, more sugar stuff, no? <laughs> that is uh, for help for the back to the home because that is, <laughs> I, when I take the coffee stop, really want, that's uh, 
big problem with the uh, sugar flat. <laughs> okay. All right. What is your coffee rituals? How do you drink your coffee? Do you have in the morning, get up, have a cappuccino, then have espresso in the afternoon, something like that? Or do you just like filter all day or do you like, you know, a French press? What coffee do you drink? Yeah, before I like espresso, like... Uh, in the morning. In the morning. First thing, wake yeah. up, espresso, bang, straight es- in the system. Es- espresso and the cappuccino and the, with the machine, Ooh. many things. But now, I don't know, every morning I make a... Maybe getting tired, but I now I prefer to filter. Filter coffee is much better. For me, it's every morning put on a coffee filter and a grander coffee, brander, you know, use yeah. a brander, smell a good coffee in the in the room, the uh, the kitchen. Yeah. That is for wake up for the families and good time. So now is I using filter a lot. Nice, I like a filter too. What is your poison? And what I mean by that, what's your drink? Like you just told me about something before, what you're brewing. That could be your drink of choice. Like what is your drink? You know, is it wine? Is it beer? Is it coffee? Is it water? Is it sake? Or is it? Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, okay, I, I like to drink uh, the beer, the Bel- because especially Belgian beer is one of the best of the world. Like my favorite beer is the Westmar Triple. That's it's a bit my favorite one. Also wine, the whiskey, the vodka. But Just it's not one so- for me. Come on, mate. You sound like an alcoholic now. No one drink. No, but no, but it's uh yeah, it's more simple simple things like the uh, one beer. It's like, beer. Yeah. What like a, a sahi on tap? No, no, like a Westmar. Just a Westmar Triple. Well, yeah. Okay, that's it. That's, that's your it. poison. I like it. That's a good one. That's a great one. Belgian beer, Trappist. Do you like to train with a group or train alone? Yeah, before I liked the group, but uh, we can't anymore because so many workout and uh, and training program. It's really pity because it's uh, now it's my team uh, teammate uh, riding mate with a computer, not Garmin computer. That is crazy. That's thing. your teammate now. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Thing. Hey, you must do like this. What the workout? Hey, go this number. He but doesn't uh, talk much though, does he? No. The Garmin computer. No, 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 no. Just uh, he say a lot of things, <laughs> but just I do. You know, I follow the. <laughs> he said all the time, but yeah, but now as I listen to music and just uh, easy ride. So easy. often alone. Yeah. Yeah best bike you've had and your favorite bike over your whole career what is that bike that you think oh, i used to love that bike it could be now could have been an old time could have been one of those original treks i don't know maybe it was the look last year mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe something when you're a junior what is your favorite bike for me of all these years yeah but uh, I, I ride a lot of bikes but basically i like the trek bikes is more completely bikes yeah so it's more for me. I I like the bikes, but I'm surprising this year we ride in Cannondale. It's also a good bike. Like a first time I feeling like a, a track bike because mm. so rigid and so right and wow, fast. Yes, it's good. all those Trek bikes because you're on Treks in the beginning with Discovery, then with Radio Shack, and then with Trek Segafredo. They changed all those years. Can you think back to what was the best Trek 
that you remember? Because back when it was in Discovery, it was that old trek that we remember that Armstrong used to ride. But then Radio Shack, it sort of it evolved a bit. And then especially in by the time you got to Trek Segafredo, it was a completely look, different looking mm-hmm. bike. Can you remember what was your favourite Trek bike over those years? Yeah, I I prefer... There's so many good bikes, huh? But now it's gen- they change to like Emonda, the aero bikes, the climbing bikes. But uh, basically, I like the uh, Madon. It's really 2007, I think. It's Contador one, the Tour de France. Oh, that bike, yeah, the really, one. yeah, really simple one. So that is, uh, I don't know. I don't know when I ride with this bike. Probably, but it's so good. Really, maybe very bad. But that time, like, wow. That bike is really amazing. Yeah, nice. Mm. Okay. War story. Now, this is a story that you have in your mind about one of those days. One of those days that you remember just like it was one of those hard days. Nothing went right. I just suffered. You know, it could have been a day in the Giro. It could have been a day in the Tour de France. Maybe a day in the classics when... You and I got lost trying to ride home and you said you knew the way and you didn't know the way at all and we went backwards and I said, Fumi, how come you thought you said you knew the way? You're like, oh, I thought I you knew the way. Could have been one of those days. What is your war story? Tell me about it. Is there something that comes to mind that you can remember one of those hell days? Yeah, one day <coughs> during a, uh, Giro, Giro d'Italia. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I was in a, riding a fast group. It's good, the mountain stage, huh? So that okay, quite good. Then uh, maybe I can cr- because last climb is uphill finish anyway. So then uh, okay, nine k the climb because without food already. Then okay, maybe try. I go up, but suddenly last three uh, k four k three k is feeling so bad. And riding like uh, how to say the, like a snake, like riding from side snake. to side. Oh. Then the many guys passing, passing me, and I looking for the spectators. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Were you going walking speed? Yeah. And then uh, really, really, really slow. Eh? And then uh, oh, oh my god! And the feeling bad. Then I saw the Japanese uh, supporters, on the side of the road. Wow! Hey, give me the food. <laughs> give me. And normally it's not allowed to yeah. do those things, but then uh, I'm so. So hunger the hunger flat, flat yeah. and uh, all the sugar flat and uh, they give me like orange and Coca Cola and uh, some food and during the race I food I eat there, no like did picnic. you stop stop and <laughs> pi- talk with them and uh, like picnic, then the uh, last three k like more than twenty minutes I uh, finished the race you know, <laughs> <laughs> almost the uh, first group until the last, last group, group. <laughs> oh unbelievable but uh, it's, it was a uh, yeah, still, you know, the cycling history of the, my life, it, that's, it's really... You remember it. That's great. I love it. couple questions left. Speaking about food, what is your cheat meal? What is that meal that you have that you know you probably shouldn't, but you just can't? You're like, I've done six hours today. I've done a grand tour. Today, I'm having that. That is my favorite meal. I'm just going to eat that tonight. It could be deep fried sushi, maybe. <laughs> for the morning or no anytime this is, anytime. This is that like some people have ice cream some people don't even have that they just have something a hamburger or 
I don't know, what is your cheat meal that you know I shouldn't uh, have this, but I'm, you know what, today I'm, I deserve it. Yeah. But just, yeah, because during a two, uh, stage races race and I eat basically rice or omelette every meal, like almost. But uh, yeah, after the race... Uh, yeah, you yeah. come home and you're like, oh, you know, I did, I'm going to have this today. Mm. Nothing, no bad food. Yeah, ramen. Ramen? Yeah, it's uh, like Chinese pasta or Japanese style, like uh, how ramen to call soup. ramen. Yeah. yeah. What, have you got a good ramen near you or you make your own ramen? Yeah, I make your own ramen. Have you got a ramen recipe? Because I heard that... To be an official ramen maker, it's all the recipes are all secret and everyone has to have their own recipe. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. yeah, What's yeah. the history of ramen? Because normally it's really simple things from the China, but then remake, Japanese people remake oh. it. Like uh, uh, soya sauce and also miso soup and also salt taste, like three kinds of different. Then mix all the taste, many things inside. So uh, fish eggs, fish soup, and so this is really interesting because I, I, I when I make the ramen myself, it's all mixed also too. It's so many, ta so tasty, but so heavy, you know, mm. so salty and heavy. So it's not good idea because normally I, I like the simple the meal, but uh, sometimes I need really heavy like this kind of things. Do you put meat in it? Yeah, also. What meat do you put in? Beef or chicken or uh, fish? Deep, depend on how hungry I was, but uh, grilled, grilled chicken or, you know, like a kind of steak too. Yeah. And what, and put the egg on there as well? well everything, everything can possible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have to call me. Remember we did the sushi night one time? You, me, and Yuki-san. We made sushi right down in Lanarkin. Made a big sushi feast. That was awesome. Um, all right, last question. What is the best thing about riding a bike for you? What, what's the thing that you love most about riding a bike? Uh, that's, I like for, I never see the pe uh, praise for the discover, for the founder people, founder praise. That is really for me the interesting things. Like uh, we, our job, like uh, going to the around the world. So, because some football player, I, I have a friend, but he said like uh, they move stadium or hotel, mm. that's it. But uh, during a race, during training, we can see side of the, outside of the house, the side of the city, you know, mm. like uh, face of uh, the country, and the, you know, like uh, like in China or Africa. Or even when you do the Tour de France, you get to see the whole of France. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're looking at the back wheel, but every so often you get to look around and actually see where you are or in the Tour of Spain or the Tour of mm. this tour, <laughs> the Tour of Bell and Lux. We're going to get to see Holland and Belgium. Yeah. So <clears throat> discover around all the world. So that is really interesting for me like because now we talk with Australian Michi Doka but he stayed long, so, so long time and stayed in Europe. Also, but still, uh, we are teammates and, mm. you know, I stay a teammate again. And, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's amazing, you know, amazing sports. Great. Well, Fumi, 
Looking forward to getting into this race tomorrow. Yeah. You ready? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that one. Fumi, just a great guy, a great guy to have in the peloton, a great guy to have in your team, really strong rider, very reliable, and a long, long career he's had, been in the peloton from right back in the day, and he's got some great love stories there. Like I said, next week over at the Cycling Podcast is going to be another episode of Life in the Peloton, and we're off and running for the final part of the year, leading into my last race of my career, Paris Bay. So some potties coming up. I hope you guys enjoy it. More Talking Luft on the way. I want to say thanks again to Simon Kane who produced this episode. I know you guys are loving the quality now. So thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>